Radio show. I am the host, Diva Queen Key. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and joining me today. Y'all, it's early, y'all. I'm coming up in this show early today. You hear me? Now, I'm not a morning person. Some people is a morning person where they can get up in the morning and just speak. I'm not that person. When you get up in the morning, don't say hi, don't say bye. Just, just make your way through. I'm not a morning person. I never really was like, but shout out to the people who are like, you the one at work speaking, you know, people, my eyes is just opening up and you saying, Hey key, like don't speak. Like just don't speak. But some people need coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. So I think that's what it really is. I don't drink coffee. So since I don't drink coffee, I think I'm the type of person who's just like waking up off of just last night's energy. And if you're waking up off of last night energy, no telling where you've been. Like, I was home, but still tired. Y'all ever, y'all ever woke up in the middle of the night and, and just like, hold on, what time is it? You know, but you only been asleep for like 20, 25 minutes. But you're waking up like, it feel like you were asleep for like five hours. But you wake up in the middle of the night, like, look at the time. And the time just was like 10, 15 minutes. Like, that's what happened to me all through the night last night. I was like tossing and turning all night. But you know what? Thank God. Thank God I'm here today. Thank God I'm here today to give y'all a good show. You know what I'm saying? So today we have an awesome show. We have Nazar. You know, he's a, I already said it before, y'all. He's an amazing gospel artist. Also, my daughter is coming today. So, you know, it's going to be an awesome show. You know, when your child come to work with, this is actually um, bring your daughter to work day. So, you know, when you bring your child with you, you know what I'm saying? They start looking at you funny like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't come to your job looking at you sideways, so don't come to my job looking at me sideways. Just take one of these microphones and let's let's make it do what it do. So I'm looking forward to an awesome show today. Um, but first, I'm going to get into our hot topics. And now, this story right here is about Michael Darby. Y'all know Michael Darby. He's from the um, Housewives of Potomac. Uh, well, he's no longer filming with the Real House, um, Real Housewives of Potomac. Well, he's been suspended from um, um, the show. Basically, they said that he was groping one of the cameramen. So I'm like, hold on, isn't he married to Ashley on the show? So I'm like groping out. He would, they would have said groping a camera woman. I could kind of understand, but they saying that he's suspended for groping a camera man. So I'm like, okay, like what's really, really going on today? You know, but he's also been charged with felony assault as well as misdemeanor and a proper sexual contact. So it's, it's, it's not even safe out here for men, y'all. Cameraman, y'all ain't safe. You know, used to be women, they say, came a man, y'all ain't safe either. So, I don't know what's going on with that, but, you know, my hearts and prayers out to Ashley, his wife, you know. Um, also, um, congratulations to Eddie Murphy. He's engaged to his pregnant girlfriend, Paige Butcher. Um, so, I, again, I didn't even know that, you know, he had another kid w- besides the kids that he had, but he actually have a kid with this woman. Um, she's 39 years old. Um, they were spotted out in L.A. Um, on Monday. She was sporting a giant engagement ring. So, that's pretty cool. Um, Eddie Murphy, you've been with this woman since 2012. You're engaged, so it looks like you're about to get married. So, you know, shout out to you, um, Eddie Murphy. I mean, though we ain't see you do nothing in a while, Eddie. 
What's going on, Eddie Murphy? Can we see you do a movie? Like, you one of my favorite, favorite actors. I need to see you doing something. Like, I really need you to get back on the scene. Like, come on, Eddie. I don't care if you do a, a, a Vespatia, Ves, what's her name? Vespucia, Norbit. Let's do a Norbit too. Do what you got to do. I just need to see you on the scene. Come on, Eddie. Um, also, Cardi B, she was hanging out with uh, Meek Mill. Now, you know this is like the definition of petty because you know her and Nicki Minaj has gotten into it. So now she over there hanging out with Meek Mill. But you know what? It could be friendly, you know, just because that Meek Mill was, you know, with Nicki Minaj doesn't mean that him and Cardi B can't have like a little friendship. So it's not really all that serious to me. But they was um, hanging out at the Billboard's 2008 R&B Hip Hop Power Players event. But I think that at this point in time, Nicki Minaj ain't even thinking about um, Meek Mill. So it's kind of like you ain't really doing nothing, Cardi, by hanging with Meek Mill. So, I mean, she done moved on, got her men. They up in Dubai somewhere. So, you know, it really, really to me, I don't even know why I'm talking about the story anyway. But to me, I just feel like, you know, it's nothing wrong with Cardi B hanging out with um, Meek Mill. I mean, we all we all sometimes come across different people paths. So, it is what it is. Last but not least, Birdman. Birdman is under investigation for that shoot. And y'all remember back then when Lil Wayne's tour bus got shot up? Well, now Birdman is under investigation for that. So also this whole, they say that Young Thug is also being investigating with that shooting. So I think like how they go from father and son to now you want to shoot up my, my bus. Y'all remember when they kissed on the lips and stuff? You know what I'm saying? How, first of all, first of all, I, I listen, I, listen, I actually bore my own child. I actually bore my own child. Like actually came out of me. Now, Lil Wayne and Birdman, they ain't come out of each other, but I actually had a child that I came out of. And there's no way possible that I'm kissing my child on the lips. I don't even think my child gonna let me come with, you, I just don't even think that she gonna let me kiss on the lips. So, I, listen, Birdman and, and Lil Wayne, how did y'all figure that out to get y'all lips prepared? I don't know, don't wanna know, don't even, I don't wanna know. But what I'm saying is that how do you go from that to now, you know, being under investigation for shooting up, you know, Lil Wayne tour bus? You feel what I'm saying? You know, so I really, I don't know what's going on, Tony Braxton, you know, you my girl, but, you know, I'm praying for you and your men at this time because if, you know, he can go to jail, you know, they're saying that he can get 20 years in prison for that, you know, 20 years in prison for shooting up Lil Wayne um, tour bus, y'all. That's all I have today for what's trending with the Diva Queen Key. Hope y'all enjoying that segment. Again, I'm just going to take a short break. When I come back, I'm going to bring Nazar on and also my daughter as well. Maybe I should stop saying my daughter. Let's, let's say her name today. <laughs> let's say her name today, Latyra. So we're going to bring them on. Again, it's Bring Your Daughter to Work Day. So we're going to also um, get together um, and, uh, you know, interview Nazar. But before we do that, uh, we're going to answer a few questions that, you know, some viewers may have had concerning just like a mother and daughter thing. So we're going to answer a few of those questions. And again, we're going to bring Nazar on after that. Thank you all again. This is the Diva Queen Key. I think I'm... Losing my mind, Mama. He hurt me so bad. He was my everything. God is your everything. Don't you know he's a jealous God? He don't want no man before him. 
Hey, this is the Diva Queen Key with the Diva Ness Radio Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Again, as stated before, I have my daughter, Latyra, here. Um, so, it's again, bring your daughter to work day. Bring your daughter to work day. So, with this segment, um, we're going to answer questions from the viewers. Um, my daughter has, um, I'm going to say, concocted some um, questions. <laughs> so, uh, what question do you have for the Diva Queen Key today as far as motherhood? Okay, well, I actually have a um, a question from Quintessa in Monroe, um, North Carolina. Um, so she pretty much wanted to know, how do you go about um, getting your daughter to open up to you as a mother? You know, like, as a growing teenager, it's certain questions that you don't really feel comfortable asking right. your mother. Like, you know, so how do you get your daughter to open up to you as a mother right. in that aspect? And that's a, that's a real good question because, you know, especially, you know, growing up, you're now 23 now. 23. And it wasn't always like, especially when it comes to like boys and things like that and anything at this point in time, I really do think that I always thought in my brain, if you talk to your kid, how you want to be talked to really like, and I know that's like probably like cliche, but I think that, you know, as parents, sometimes we try to hide things from our kids. Like don't want them to know this. Don't want them to know that. But for me personally, I felt like it was important for me to get to you and tell you before somebody else tell you and flip it. You feel what I'm saying? So if I come to you and I tell you, it's going to be the truth. Now, opening up, you know, as a teenager, a lot of teenagers don't want to talk to their mother about nothing. What do you think about that? You don't think that teenagers want to talk to their mother about nothing. I feel like they'd rather talk to their friends, somebody on their level, because, you know, talking to your mom can sometimes be intimidating. Right. So I feel like it's easier to talk to your friends, but sometimes your friends don't even know the answer to certain questions. Right. So how did you feel growing up knowing that I always did keep it real and I always did just was like put my humor to it, but I always kept it real. How did you feel about that though? I really respected that. And it really kind of made me the person I am because honestly, it's like, okay, you know, it's tough. You know, I'm not going to always want to hear what you got to say, honestly, but I know that you're going to keep it real. Yeah. So I respect, I always respected that. And now I can teach my daughter that. Right. So, right. So yeah. keeping it real really is the key. Cause like people say, I just, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real, but keeping it real to me is just not like a, a cliche slang. It's not something that you, um, you do to me. Keeping it real is an action word. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when you say real to me, you got to back it up with, right. I True. think an, an, an example right. You know, right. you got to back it up with truth and an example. So I think that's one thing that I always did. I always try to make sure that I I, I practice what I preach in a sense. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of times as kids, y'all look up to us to be some, you know, some superhero sometimes, yeah. you know. But, you know, as a parent, we're not perfect. We're not perfect by any means. But I think, like, again, if we're coming to you and, and we try to prevent you from going down the aisle that we came down. Okay. If, I, if, I go in, if I'm in a grocery store... And I see on aisle two some mayonnaise and pickle juice and all that stuff is spilt down on the floor. I'm going to try to prevent you from going down that and try to slip. I just came from down there, so I'm going to try to prevent you from going to having to get your shoes dirty and get your feet wet and all that kind of stuff. So as a parent, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to prevent, you know, things from happening to you. All right. All right. What's the next question? Um, so we also have Miss Lawrence from Rock Hill, South Carolina. She basically wanted to know how do you help whether it's your son or your daughter build confidence? 
um, nowadays in school, you got bullying, you got, you got to have the latest Jordans, you got to have, you know, your Burberry scarf and, you know, (laughs) not the Burberry scarf. But how do you help your kids build confidence? Because that's really important. So mm-hmm. how do you do that? I think with, with confidence, though, it's not, it's like you say, with the bullying, with the, you know, right now, you know, with the fashion and, and like everything natural is out the door. Everything natural, natural hair, you know, natural skin color, you know, everything natural is out the door. So when I know one thing for, for, for me, what I always taught you, and I think that's why you natural today, you know, you don't, you know, you may wear your wigs, wigs, whatever, but you're natural. You don't put perms and stuff in your hair. And I do like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where you get that part from. I'm just being honest, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think when it comes to, you know, building confidence, I think you just got to teach your kid that. They can be anything and they can do anything. Okay. They can be anything and they can do anything. I remember um, I was listening to T.D. Jakes the, um, not too, that's the last week. And he said, what if right out the womb we teach our kids, I can do all things. I can do all things. Like, that's what you teach your kid when, you know, straight out the womb, like you sing a song, you make a song for them. Mm-hmm. Just to say, I can do all things. Can you imagine what your kid can be if they was just know that they can be anything and do anything? So, and I think that's what you got to teach your kid. They can do anything that they want to do. I don't care if they come to you and say they, they want to build a spaceship. You know what I'm saying? Listen, go start looking at some YouTube videos for them. That's what they want to do. Yeah. You feel me? And that's another thing too. Don't break your kid's spirit. Mm-hmm. Like don't break their kid, your kid's spirit because you may think that you got this mind of what you want them to be. Yeah. Like I really had this mind, like I wanted you to, you know, graduate college, go through the four years. You, you almost got there, <laughs> you know, you was at three, you know, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it is what it is. Like you, you grow into who you want you, who you are. And I cannot knock who you are. You turned out to be an awesome child that I can't ask for any better. So, you know, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed. Okay. All right. I also want to thank you for coming today too, like and joining this segment. Like I feel like accomplished in a bit. You know what Me I mean? Too. You too. Me you too. too. <laughs> Me too. So we're gonna go ahead and this is part in this part of the segment again. This is bring your daughter to work day. Um, when we gonna just again take a small little short little break. We're gonna have Nazar, y'all. I'm telling y'all now. You know amazing gospel art. I know I say this and the only reason why I say this because when I met Nazar, Nazar, this is a club. This is a club where they playing crunk music. Like, you know, and who you know today in 2018 coming up in a club, you know, singing gospel music, you know what I mean? Preaching about the Lord. Like, that's some old Jesus coming up in the synagogue stuff. You feel me? Like, that's that's unheard of really today. So I'm so excited to bring him on. So, again, we're going to take just a short break, and we're going to go ahead and bring on the czar. Calling this name. I want me calling this name. I want me calling this name. I will be calling his name. I will be calling his name. I will be calling his name. He's on fire like a gasoline. He created me like a masterpiece. More precious than just rubies and gold. Ready down blessing ten thousand fold. Be it never stop there. He's my support. Baby wasn't there for my support. So my trust in me can't let my faces. Sad man will be there whatever it takes. Uh, God gave me his perfect plan. His perfect. 
perfect will, his perfect love. Uh, tears came down from a hurtful flood. Moving to my destination, I knew my blood. Uh, but I know I'm mixing through. I finally realized all I needed was you. You put me in this situation when the time comes, I just lean on you. Welcome back, welcome back. I am the host of the Divaneers Radio Show, the Diva Queen Key. I have my daughter here, Latyra, and also Nazar. As I stated before, you know, I met Nazar at the Connected event. Um, again, you know, we, you know, it was crunking in. It was crunking in, but Nazar came in, you know, singing and praising for the Lord. Remind me of David when David was dancing out of his clothes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was just up in there just, you know, so... To me, I, I, when I say amazing, I say amazing because you don't really see that anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't see somebody rooted and grounded in, in the Lord to the point where they coming up in a secular event and still giving God praise. Like I said, I felt like, you know, the Lord was tapping me in my back, asking me what I was doing. And I'm like, Lord, I'm just doing an interview. Like, you see me just doing I ain't even I ain't even singing. So, but, you know, again, I asked Navarre that day, I asked him, um, how do he stay rooted and grounded, you know, with so much secular music today, how do he stay rooted and grounded? How do you stay rooted and grounded in the Lord? Um, Like I was telling you, like, back at the show, I just made sure that I keep the the right people around me, because when I know that the people around me that's not going to help me stay grounded in my word, and they're not the right ones for me, you know, I don't really... Um, I hang around them, right. but I don't do any of that uh, smoking, drinking, what they do. And they be astounded. Like, they be like, you ask me, no, you want to smoke this? I'm like, nah, I'm good. They be wow. like, wow, you want to smoke or drink? Like, nah. And they told me, I know your mind, right? Wow. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Um, so I hang hang around them, especially I have a lot of mentors. Okay. Like, they, like, uh, like very super overprotective over me. Because my mom had 10 kids. Ooh. And, yeah, I'm the last one she had. You the last one? 10 kids, yeah. It's a lot, right? Ten kids. Like, what if we had ten? I had ten kids, and you was the last one. I'm struggling with one. Oh uh, yeah, oh. my mom. Yeah, my mom uh, raised us all by herself, and she kept us in the church Monday through Did Sunday. She? Yes, like Bible study, choir practice. Like it's all I could remember back in me being so young was school, and church, and home. Like, I really couldn't remember nothing else. If I want to hang out with somebody, she would have to know them for six months. Got oh, are they friends with the past? Oh, you can go over to let me know when you back home. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is not how my childhood should be. Like, this is not. <laughs> Sound familiar? Very. Yes. Too familiar. Yeah. So she's saying that because I kept her in the church, and that's all she did was in church and school growing yes. up. So yes. you know, so we kind of familiar with that, you know. Yeah. But like you say, I hear you say mentors. And, you know, a lot of people have mentors, but how do, if I wanted to go about choosing a mentor, how do I choose a mentor that will keep me grounded in the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing? How do you choose that mentor? Um, For one, is uh, pray. Definitely got to pray to ask God to send the right people in your life and ask God to, wherever, whoever's in your life not supposed to be in your life, to take them out. Um, I said, when you ask God to open, uh, thank you for open doors that need to be open. Thank you for closing doors that need to be closed. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I definitely have a mentor. I'm not going to definitely say his name, but he's <laughs> he's definitely on me 24-7. He, he calls me 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. What? Even my assistant, she reminds me, like, early in the morning. She texts me early in the morning to remind me that he's going to call you. What? And stuff. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I just do a call. But I realized the reason why he told me the reason why he does that because he considered me as family. Okay. You know, he always calls me a nephew, like, all the time. And, like, mm-hmm. even though we won't talk about music or anything, he calls me to make sure I'm good. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on while he's working doing this thing. Mm-hmm. This is what I got for you, you know, you family. And I'm like, yo, yeah, he makes sure I'm good. Yeah. It's like, let me tell you what happened. So it was like a Monday night. 
at a showcase. And um, I think um, around the guys was smoking, but he was just sitting in his car. I was just sitting on my phone, just chilling to the time to go home. Mm-hmm. And then he seen one of the guys ask me, he's like, yo, you want to smoke this? I promise, I kid you not. When he heard that, he opened the door. He was like, no, no, don't offer him nothing. You got to keep this man pure. No what? smoking. I was, what? I was like, I was like, <laughs> like, you know, gotta keep this man pure. Yeah, you know? I ain't know what to do. Nah, we gotta make sure that he's right. Don't offer him nothing. And they were looking like we was just like, nah, don't do that. Wow. That's how I know he's very overtaxed. And I was like, wow. I was like, <laughs> oh. I was like, so I know that this song, this song. I mean, I promise you, it stayed in my head that night when we was at the connected. Stayed in my head. Oh, his name. I mean, yeah. and then you danced with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just oh goodness. How did you? come up with that song uh see what happened was i was at a um guess a tough time in my life i got over a relationship and I had to move back in with my parents and all of my friends um, excuse my friends by my family and i was like oh i'm back here again so i had to work hard literally I had to um get my job i had to get money to get on the bus and i'm like man i don't know what i'm gonna do in this mm-hmm. life but I was listening to beats back and forth, back and forth. I actually work with a lot of producers in uh, different continents, like in uh, England and Paris. Okay. I love their beats; they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got this one beat that, like, just how his name started, and it was like doom, doom, doom. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I didn't know what to call it, but I didn't get the name until I started writing to it. Like, I have a lyrics in it um, that I say, um, uh, he's um. He's moved, he's moved me to my destination. He's not even my blood. And the reason why I said that, because at that, at the point in time in my life, um, there was like four or five cars out of the driveway. Still mm-hmm. with my family, right? right? But nobody did not want to take me to the bus stop, and it was around the corner. What? Now, yeah, that when I said he moved me to my destination, he's not even my blood. And I'm like, I'm basically stating that I have somebody in my family that's taking me to the bus stop every day, not asking for no gas money, but he's not even my blood mm-hmm. family. He's my brother-in-law. Wow. That's what I mean by he's taking transition. He's not even my yes, blood. Yes. Yeah, te- te- yeah, tears came down from a hurt for flood. He moved to my destination. He's not even my blood. So mm. I'm like, yo, like, so basically the whole thesis of that song basically represents no matter how far life push you back, no, life will push you back in the corner to the point you got no trust but to trust God. Yes. That's yes. why I had to call, like, I'll be calling this name. I yes. will be calling this name. Yes, so. yes. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think too, like you just said, that was an amazing point. Like life, it has a way of pushing you in a corner. And I, I really doesn't, I don't really say like life per se, but I really do believe that, you know what I'm saying? It was already predestined. Like, mm-hmm. and if you go the way, the straight way that God wants you to go, then you won't keep going straight. But if you just kind of detour over then something is going to happen to make you get back on that path that he designed for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I thank God that, you know, I mean, you just seem so young and so, you know, gifted and so, you know, on fire for the Lord. And it, you know what I'm saying? I know that you said that it comes from, you know, always being in church, but that lets me know right there that if you train a child up in a the way they should go, they will not depart from it. And I think that at the end of the day, that's missing. That's mm-hmm. missing today with big mama. You know what I mean? Really mm-hmm. Getting the kids together and taking them down to the church house. I mean, mm-hmm. it's missing today. You know, we talk about Big Mama, but now, you know, like right now, I'm considered Big Mama and I'm real young. So all the grandmothers now are becoming real young. You feel what I'm saying? They turn it up with the kids. They call you Big Mama? No, no, I'm just saying. I'm oh. just saying. You know, <laughs> London Ben, not call me Big Mama. Yeah, London Ben. But I'm just saying, like, Big Mama, like, say, for instance, on Soul Food. 
So oh, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? She was big mama. She was grandmother. But now today in 2018, the grandmothers are young. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And so they trying to turn up with their kids and try to be friends with their kids. And they're not really teaching their kids the real and what it's supposed to be. But back then they did. Like your mother bringing you to church. I mean, she probably Man. didn't know what your outcome was going to be. She... I honestly, I didn't think she did. She, she really did. She did. Cause I literally came to my mom one day. I was like, "Mom, why?" I did that Kevin Hart thing. Why are we always going to church? Like, I don't really want to constantly keep going to church. I was one of those kids that only got excited about going to church when it was time to leave church. <laughs> so, and I'm familiar. Bill at the end of the service. Yes, like, especially on Sunday. It's like we're going to have some food. I was like, "Oh sweet yes." Like, oh yes. Now nah, this is the church get interesting. <laughs> But um, one thing that I, I definitely can't say that about my mom, like she uh, took me to every Bible study, she took me every choir practice, even though some notes I couldn't even hit. She made me do a lot of things. So you was in a choir? Stage. Yes. Okay, I can uh, see I was that. In the choir. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, because it's like it was like so much. But the one thing that my mom didn't make me do was believe that Jesus was real. Mm. That's one thing she never forced me to believe in. She mm. always told me like to pray, pray, pray. I'm like, Mom, I don't want to do this praying. Come on, Mom. We we living in vans and living in hotels. Would you tell me you pray to somebody wow. not care and see? Come on now. Wow. But I got saved when I was 14, because that's when God actually spoke to me for the very first time. Mm. Wow. wow. I was in tears. Yeah. I I literally I was trying to figure out why the black people in the church don't be snotting and crying. <laughs> now I know why. Come God spoke to me for the first time. That yes. makes you want to just pour everything out. Yeah. You know. And when that happened, I was like the best thing in my life. I think, I think, you know, we, I still to this day, you know, I, we, we joke, you know, cause I remember the first time, you know, my own child caught the Holy Spirit and, uh-huh. you know, and it was, it was, it was a, a time where, you know, we still joke about it today. I know she's probably a little embarrassed about it, but you know, that was my first time seeing like, like you said, sneezing and snot and we call it sneezing and snot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, we was in a little church back then in Columbia, South Carolina, we was living in Columbia, South Carolina. And to me, that was like amazing because I was able to, you know, just see your child, you know, begin to speak in tongues and things like that. So to me, that was an amazing time. But I think, too, at the end of the day, you know, everybody got to form their own relationship. So I think I big up your mom. I'm, I'm, I'm happy your mom did that. Mm-hmm. She allowed you to form your own relationship with God. Because what is what if she made you? Then it wouldn't have been genuine. And then you would have deterred and went somewhere. But I'm glad she let you know. That's what I do for my own child. Let her know. And that's it. Listen, you follow it. That's on you. You have any questions for Nazar before um, we end this um, I do have a question. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, do you sometimes feel like, I wouldn't say you're in competition, but you feel... So what I'm looking for, kind of like, I guess in competition to keep up with the, not with the worldly music, but mm. to have the latest hits or try to appeal to people. Maybe that's my age. You know what I mean? Because we, the worldly music has so many different beats, so many different songs. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you're in competition to keep up with that type of music? Um, honestly, um, no, uh, because like I literally stopped like listening to other people's music. If I do, that makes me focus on on what they're doing. Right. Maybe they, if I listen to, oh, that's a hot, you know, new Chris Brown song. Dang, I gotta do better. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. he number uh, one. <laughs> yeah, I, ain't, yeah, that's my, I ain't gonna lie, Chris Brown. I ain't gonna lie, Chris Brown. Like the only person I still listen to. You know, I yeah. dance too. Cause dancing actually came first before r- rapping and singing. Right. Okay, okay. You know, so but competition, not really, uh, because um, once my actually hear my new music, uh, people won't even tell that. Um, I want to say, I wouldn't say a uh, gospel or a Christian artist. Scott, you don't okay. 
specify myself as a Christian artist okay. because that kind of put me in the box. Right. It was like, because right, right. you see a Christian artist, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Well, you know, the church is right over there. Right, but right. I come up to so that's my, you know, my artist and this, this, and that. They were like, okay. okay, come on, let me see what you got. Okay. You know? okay. That makes sense. That yeah, does. yeah that it's, like, sense. it's like basically being said, I'm a, I'm a, not a Christian artist. I'm an artist that's a Christian. Right. Because mm-hmm. Steph Curry, he's a Christian. And he's a Christian. And he's a Christian basketball player. Right. And then you got right. Christian doctors. And then uh, who's in Lupe Fiasco? He's a Muslim. So I guess he's a Muslim rapper. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So okay. that's why I said that. We just an artist. But you hear my new music, you can tell that I do love God. Mm-hmm. But I'm hitting on the certain topics on my new uh, EP and my uh, new music talking about prostitution, you know, um, uh, bullying, talking about um, uh, you know homosexuality, uh, talking about things that I've uh, actually experienced because my sister passed away two years ago and she was a lesbian, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to know like I I want to know how did she like go to heaven even though she liked it girls but I wanted to know mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. so I talk about a lot about my sister and why I dealt with. So I'm talking about a lot of different things. People are like, oh, even though he loves God, he's uh, talking about things other people actually go through as well. Right. So we were competition and not because if I, I got to, most of the time, I got to make a song that I can dance to. Right. I'm sorry. Like, I love to dance. Yeah. And she you know saying, that, I was. be sliding. Yeah, I was, I'll be I was trying. His I was, name, I will be. Yeah, you know. especially, especially with that song, a lot of people really dig it. I was like, yo. I would yeah. never expect you to come in the club with people smoking, I have never drinking, seen it. cussing. I have I, never seen it. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting even to, uh, I was expecting to perform. I wasn't expecting not to go on first. Just that uh, my people was like, yo, this is how I need you to do, right? I was like, yeah, I need you to go on first and set the, <laughs> and set the atmosphere. I was like, oh, all right, wow. I got to right. do that. And right before I even got on, me and my homie uh, Adrian, uh, AG, shout out my homie uh, Adrian Glover, uh, we prayed. He was like, man, you got this. Do what you got to mm-hmm. do. Uh, you know, my sister Nay. She, she was um also there with me as well. So when yeah. I got on, I just did what I had to do. Right, you right. Know, so. Amazing, wow. amazing. And any yeah. other questions for him? Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> again, again, you know, one thing I have taught, you know, been taught through this little interview is, you know, keep people that's around you that's not necessarily, you know, going where you're going because a lot of times they, are, they aren't artists. You know what I'm saying? But just keep people around you that's motivated enough to want to see you go where you're supposed to go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. A team of people that's motivated to see you go. Because I think a lot of times, too, when we we surround ourselves with people who really pushes you, I mean, that's encouragement by itself just to have a team around you. Like with the Deepness Radio Show, like I come to the set, but it's really just me, like at the table. You feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, <clears throat> you don't know. You got D and the engineers helping me. Even with the camera helping me. Y'all had Ant from No Bonzi Podcast and them. They just always there, just willing to help me to do any and everything that I can. So to me, they always being the ones that encourage me, especially lately. I needed that kind of encouragement. But I also have my daughter, you know what I'm saying, just to be like, Mom, you you got this. So it's always good to have that team. So thank you for just coming and, and embracing us with your presence. Mm-hmm. But I want one, one, one thing, one thing. Yeah. Can you just sing... One little piece of I'll be calling his name. Just you want as, to sing or rap it? Rap it. I'm sorry. He's a rap. I'm rap, sorry. Rap I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I'm working Sometimes. on the singer. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't working on it. My mom's like, you need to get back to singing. Those are roots, baby. So I'm you saying. can sing like blow, blow. Not blow, but I'm still working on it. Okay. Okay. When she hear my new music, you'll okay. notice when my vocals coming out. Like now he's starting to sing. Okay. Real quick question before you, I want you before you um rap that. Yeah. Who inspires you as a gospel? Who you like as a gospel artist? 
Um, do they gotta be gospel? No, anybody. Who I'm, you I'm like not even gonna lie to you, Bobby Brown. Uh, the Bobby Penguin, Brown, the Temptations. Do you seen his show? Yes, I loved it. Bobby Part I'm, One and Two. Yes, I. I'm not gonna lie to people that I actually look up to. Not all like not not a lot. None of our gospel artists like Bobby Brown. Um, the Penguins, the very all, all the Temptations. Um, Frankie Lyman that's saying why Frankie, do fools yes. and, and that uh, show was good too yes you know there's a lot of people that be like yo everybody they say you look up to they either dead or had nothing to do with gospel and they sing wow wow I'm sorry that's just I love that pop and R&B mm. feel that's what you're gonna get actually my new project a lot of pop and R&B okay like his name was more something that uh, that I went through with my management and like yo you need to put that out then we'll work okay. on the rest of the stuff I was like alright all right, all right. Yeah. well thank you again Nazar for coming through I mm-hmm. want you to end this out with just a little bit of I'll be calling his name Tyra thank you so much for joining you gotta come back you gonna come back <laughs> I'm gonna come back you ain't scared to come back you gonna you? have snacks Okay, yeah, I have snacks. I have snacks. Okay, I'll make That's sure next time. Food. I have Chrissy, Krispy Kreme. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and close us out with that hook. Okay, you want me to hook or the verse? No, just, you're, you're just a little part. This verse? Uh, Into the hook. Uh, okay, um... No matter what they say, they will keep on doubting you. It was that one that kept on pushing me when I would quit and fight it. And I don't care what they say. I know your love and medicine. Do the good and then bad. I will be calling on this name. I'll be calling this name. I will be calling this name. I will be calling this name. I know my life will be the same. Yes, yes, yes. Thank y'all again. Oh, wait, I do have, I'm sorry. To go ahead, go ahead. Me, but where can we check out your music? Yes. Where is your music and how we find you as well. Oh, uh, my question. website, uh, NazarDavis.com. A lot of people just call me Nazar Davis. Is known to and that's her, actually her name, too. Yeah. How Davis? Davis? Yeah, her you father's Davis. Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My father's yeah. a Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, my website, uh, www.NazarDavis.com. That's N-A-Z-Z-A-R-Davis.com. My Instagram is Nazar Davis. Uh, Twitter is Nazar93. And Facebook is uh, Nazar Davis as well. Uh, type my name in Google, and all my music, uh, videos, photos will pop up. You know, I'm all over Google. There okay. you go. Good. Thank you so much for coming, Nazar. Thank you. I feel the presence of the Lord all around this place because you, yeah. you came in. Yeah, again, Tyra, thank so you much. again. Um, I am the Diva Queen Key. This is the Diva Nears Radio Show. Thank you all again for tuning in. Catch us on iTunes and Google Play. Also on YouTube. Diva out. Calling this name. I want me calling this name. I will be calling his 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 name. He's on fire like a gasoline. He credit me a lock of masterpiece. More precious than just rubies and gold. Bet it down less than 10,000 fold. Bet it never stop there. He's my support. Baby wasn't there for my support. So my trust in me can't deny my face. It's sad man will be there. Whatever it takes. Uh, God gave me his perfect plan. His perfect will. His perfect love. Uh, just came down from my hurtful flood. Moving to my destination. I knew my blood. Uh, but I know I'm mixing through. I finally realized all I needed was you. You put me in this situation. When the time comes, I just lean on you. Yeah, life pushed me back in the corner. When it get hot like a stoner. Friends telling me just call his name. What? His name Jehovah. Even though I'm going through a lot. Seeking your face would never stop. I hope this message help people to know. You are my rock. No matter what they say, they will keep on doubting you. Was that one that kept on pushing me? Why not?
thought was that again. I tried to understand my life in the frame. Right. It didn't make sense, cause I never made change. Gratitude job till I make case me. me. Growing no poor with no cheat sheet. Business school, giving in the right speech. Gotta break this curse while I pass on repeat. Thinking I was so well, all these muscles. Tell I be like T how on my grand hustle. But what people don't even know, I was really just hot in my struggle. I should have been on my knees. Calling you, Lord, just help me, please. Then they gon' name, got my heart on E.